Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Another version of Bill Roden on Sports. I'm Bill Roden. I'm here in Washington, D.C., uh, where I was attending the MLS uh, All-Star MLS, for those of you hardcore sports with nothing about soccer, is the Major League Soccer uh, League had their All-Star game here in um, D.C. last night. And I'll tell you all about that. Don't click. Don't turn off. <laughs> yeah, all about that. Uh, Jamal, what's happening? What's up, Bill? Everything's good? Out here in a nice hot Brooklyn. Um, not, I didn't go to any MLS games. Uh, just been. Oh, man, you got to get with it, brother. Yeah, no, I know. I just been at a youth youth games of all sports. That's that's of what course. I'm up to now. Uh, but first, before we get started, of course, Bros Pod is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one choice or number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup. Reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. So how much do you want to bet that in 20 years uh, soccer will replace football in the United States as a major sport? I'll I'll put everything <laughs> that does not happen. Okay. Well, we'll not see. Everything, not everything. Because it's getting football's getting kind of violent. You know, it's getting people are getting tired of the violence. So well, kind of they, they say that they say that in July, you know. <laughs> Right, Come right. September, they'll be right back. Yeah. They might have those super duper helmets by then, you know. Might be the might be playing with those the helmets they use in practice with the I don't even know how to describe it, you know. Those are sponge sponge helmets. <laughs> sponge helmets. People be bouncing off. <laughs> they might be forced to play with that. Yeah. Well, eventually, with this artificial intelligence, mm. I know players don't think about it, but. There could be a time when those guys become replaced. Yeah. Because imagine having, you know, you could almost have games played in like studios, you know, where you have automatons and, you know, and it, I mean all kinds of violence. You could. Did you ever watch Westworld? No, I heard well, about it. it. Yeah, but it was this. They had these almost lifelike human figures. I mean, they look exactly like human beings, you know. They looked just like human beings, except they weren't. And people would pay money to go to this area. You know, multi-billionaires would pay all kinds of money to go to this resort area where all these atomic and they could do, they could let their fantasies run wild. They could shoot them. They could do anything, you know, mm. to these people. And then, of course, they take the automatons to some factory and have them repaired and all that. And, you know, I was thinking, man, they do that with NFL. You could have – and it could be the worst kind of violence because 
at the end, you just take them, you know, like, you know, instead of shooting them a cortisone, you just take them back to the factory, you know, put a new part. And then, then they're all programmed. You know, all these things are programmed. So, you know, nobody's safe. You know, yeah. the journals no, are safe. The football players ain't safe. I agree. I, I, more I think about it, because uh, as long as you, to the, I mean, as long as real people exist, you know, um, still, but as long as you can convince these the fans and us in our minds that it's the same thing and put names on people and give people their own attributes and do things, what do we really care if it's real people? Like, you know, you could you could probably get to a point to convince us that it's the same. We can still bet on it. Yeah. You know, what's the difference? If, if the people I'm telling you, man, these people are, just look like you and me. Right. I mean, they were like human beings and they could talk. They, they, I mean, they could give great interviews, but all the interviews would be programmed. You know, it would be this, it, it's this fitting world. And then they, they could, the, the hits would be just like, like oh. the worst kind of hit. Maybe you could have, you could have limbs flying off. What, yeah. what does it matter? The people would be, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's been movies like that where the, oh, limbs, the limbs fly off. On, on yeah, hits. Yeah, it'd be the worst kind of violence. You got fights where people are like tearing somebody's like, you know, arm off or something, you know. Oh, man. Oh, uh, I thought that's MMA. Yeah, oh, that's right. That's, <laughs> that, that's exist. <laughs> Wait, boy, I forgot. That. <laughs> yeah. That really, uh, people people already love watching that. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, um, before we get into real – no, I shouldn't say that. So, I was uh, – Careful, careful. Uh, no, no. I, you know – I, I want to ask you that too because so last week I forget when it was I was at the Major League All Star uh, Major League Baseball All Star game in Seattle, and yeah. you know the the big imperative there you know baseball was how do we get more Black Americans in baseball how do we get more young Black Americans in baseball and so they had the HBCU All Star game and blah 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 so here in soccer they've got the same thing. Here in the United States with soccer, how do we get the young athletic black kid into soccer? And I just thought it was sort of fascinating to have. And we won't talk about hockey. We'll, we'll, we'll do that in the winter. But how you've got Major League Baseball and Major League Soccer, these two sports, trying to get the black talent. And 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 you know, I wanted to talk to you about. Your sons, because you they are the target group. Right. They'll figure out how do we get these young kids and their parents to guide the kids into soccer and maybe away from baseball. They realize football, basketball, hopeless. But, you know, so if you had a preference, what would it be? I mean, you said your one son plays a little bit of soccer, uh, a lot of touch football right a lot of football almost as much basketball baseball he wants to play we're trying to i haven't been able to find a team yet but you know just been busy plus he's he's busy um but soccer and soccer we did through the school you know the school had you know instead of after school you can you can put him in a soccer program that's connected to the school so we did that and he liked it and you know he, he developed some uh some soccer skills Okay. Um, and 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 soccer's obviously a great 
start sport for like little kids, little kids. You can have two, three year olds out there uh, kicking a soccer ball. Probably yeah. the easiest sport to start. Um, so we've done that with, with running our, around. With the, yeah, with our yeah, running around. You know, kicking <laughs> kicking a soccer <laughs> ball. Jackson, running around. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, speaking of that, it should you know, it shouldn't be too hard to get kids out there. Um, mm. But yeah, so I mean, but I don't know. It's just, and we're talking specifically about uh, minority youth, black youth. Well, yeah, and then that ain't so much minority because the point I was I was interviewing yesterday, uh, uh, this uh, brother named uh, Shala Winley, mm-hmm. uh, great guy. He is the uh, chief diversity officer for Major League Soccer. Been there since 2021. And uh, his job is twofold. <clears throat> is to diversify the front office and coaching ranks, but also to diversify the um, players. But he was making a great point. He was saying that the, the average, you know, if you have uh, uh, Latin players or Hispanics, coming into the United States as young kids, they're already familiar with soccer. Just like if you have African immigrants coming to the United States, they're already familiar with soccer. The the group that's not familiar with soccer is young African-American-born kids. They're not necessarily familiar with soccer because they've been oriented toward, you know, football, toward basketball. Uh, Maybe, maybe, toward baseball, but probably not. But he was saying that's the one target group, the young African-American kid, American, you know, black American-born kid, uh, not really familiar. So when you say the minorities, well, most of the other ethnic groups are. Right. You know, they, right. they're already familiar with soccer. You don't have to convince them. But it's that black, and, and you know, and black athletes are the, we're the athletes of the world, of the universe. We're the we're the universal athletes, so everybody's looking for that great black athlete. No, now, the the, que- the question is, are they really like well, the aren't the you know that's the baseball question, right? Do they really want black kids? Oh well, oh, oh I thought you said are they really the athletes? Yeah, really no, no, athletes. no, black, yeah, black Americans <laughs> are really the athletes. But no, I I think that you raise a great point. Uh, you know that do does baseball really? want these great black athletes to come take spots from their kids. And it's the same thing in soccer because in soccer, you know, when you have the soccer moms and all that, that's really a middle in the United States. It's a middle and upper class, uh, upper middle class sport. Right. Where you have a lot of white kids who are there and they get the scholarships and all that. And do they really want these young Hispanic kids, young black, great black athletes to come and take their kids' spots? And and soccer, when I when the the way it looks now, you know, as a parent, um, you know, it's it's very popular, uh, you know, at young ages, like I said, um, and, but mostly for for white kids um, in this country, and it makes me wonder, like, you know, you know, do the, do these parents want black kids involved and in playing with their with their white kids? Because you know, like I'm, it made me think about just schools in general, right? Like public schools that are gentrifying or, or, you know, schools that are predominantly white. Yeah. You, you, they don't want, you know, they, I mean, there's, there's an issue as always about whether, you know, how to, how to diversify the schools and that kind of thing. And you see on the school level, 
you know, you might have a class, a class of, uh, you know, 20 kids. And let's say you're in a, you're in a mixed neighborhood or a school that's considered a good school in a zone and 20 kids, I'm talking about like, you know, okay, five, six year olds or something, four or five year olds, kindergarten or something like that. And you have 20 white or 20 kids and there'll be 16 white kids, four, four black kids. And, and inevitably, uh, the little black kids are the ones that get sent to the principal, you know, for acting. They all, you know, any kindergarten kid is going to, is going to be restless and wild on occasion. And it's like, and what I see is like a black kid will be sent to the principal for, for just being, being a kid. So it makes me think about soccer. Now all these parents are putting their kids into these soccer. Do they, they don't want, or they're scared of or whatever. Like they don't, they don't, they're not, accepting of gentrifying their spaces so to me this is another one of their spaces yeah. you know for kids yeah so could so it could start there and that's just i'm just thinking about that off the top i haven't done a study but you know what i'm saying you know I'm well just... yeah i think you're right i mean and i, I talked to soccer officials about this i said guy do you really want soccer to look like the nba and the nfl no you they, know, they, said, they said well you know we kind we kind of like our model here <laughs> you know right. you know where universally you know, soccer is a working person sport, you know. Now, right. you know, you know the, the Women's World Cup starts today, uh, started yesterday, rather. Mm-hmm. And, um, again, I really made a deep dive into this uh, about what's the – are they is, – are, are, is the Women's League pursuing young black athletes, you know, young black women athletes to play? Uh, or is everybody just content? You know, and I think we run into the same thing with baseball. Baseball is purely solidified as a, a white kid sport in, in America. That's the one sport where the white born, you know, white American kid can has a shot to dominate. And it, it's clearly you have a lot of you know Latin players, but they're not. They don't seem to be seen as the same threat as black American players. You know. Uh, yeah. Or. With baseball, like I think, I think that they're probably seen as a threat, you know. Overall, you know, it's, you know, from parents or you know, they are competition. Well, the threat if, in terms of yeah, I see what you're saying. You know, but if they're 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 kind of saying, well, okay, there's there's still even if they're a threat and they're and they're participating, there's still room for us. Now, if Black Americans get in there now. You, they're they're fighting, you know, in terms of participation at the highest levels, they're fighting, they'd be fighting for less spots even. Yeah, you can squeeze. And I think the thing, the barrier now, and I think you and uh, Khalid talked about it last week, that even basketball, I mean, you could easily price out people. And baseball has basically priced out a lot of young black kids. And soccer has kind of done the same thing. And, and what... Uh, uh, Shala Winley was saying is that in soccer they want to remove it, the, the pay for play model where the cost of playing is just so expensive that you kind of go broke you know trying to change your you know trying to participate which and is a joke that. right which seems which seems like a joke because soccer there's there's really no in baseball you could you know, it might be it might be manufactured in baseball. Also, I'm sure it is to an extent. But you know, there is equipment involved. Uh, baseball fields aren't you know harder to find than soccer fields. 
soccer, there should be no excuse. You could anybody can go. It's like basketball, like the people who right. say about basketball. Oh, yeah, you could just go out there and play and shoot, a, right. shoot hoops. You could do the same thing with soccer. So for that to be an expensive sport seems manufactured. Yeah, you have travel teams. I mean, you could make anything expensive. Right. You know, now you have to join. Uh, you have to join a soccer club. Right. Because what's the point of, you know, if you just like in your neighborhood, you have all black neighborhood and a guy wants to start a team and you can start a team, but where are you going to play? You know, if you want to play into a league, there's a fee to get right. into the league and you right. got to have registration fees and, right. you know, they can make it, you know, they can make it as expensive as they want, you know, uh, and I'm sure you could have, you have to have soccer camps, you know, things like that. So Instru you can instructors make, and yeah. Now I guess in basketball, you know, now I guess you have to join an AAU team. Yeah. Uh, and there's again not a lot of equipment. I mean, there's no sneakers, but it's sure. like access, right? Access to to experts or ac access to shooting um, coach. The to, yeah, coach or. Uh, you know, and then the, the dream of being recruited and getting, right. you know, you know, going to school for free. So there's access to, to tournaments where coaches will be. So I'm sure as you get older in soccer, it's the same thing. Yeah, and if you want to, you know, there are all these AAU basketball tournaments right. where all the coaches come. Right. So if you want to be on a team, you know, we should have asked Khalid that. You know, they're, they're not flying you out there for free, I guess. So maybe parents have to pay a particular fee. Unless you're like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, then you get, you know, you, you get paid for. Well, you know, I was, I was, there's a there's a mother of a of a kid who's going to be starting a starting point guard for North Carolina uh, next season. He'll be a freshman. Uh, Elliot Cadeau. His mother was on Twitter, and I was reading some of her tweets, and she was asking about you know AAU and the payment for AAU, and and from what I what I could tell, it seems, and she was saying that. It's really the the middle school kids and the younger kids, uh, you know, they pay about twenty five hundred or so, or a thousand to twenty five hundred for for the summer, and they use that money to to finance their their big their teams with, with kids who don't pay. Right. You know what I mean? So they're 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 financing. Uh, it's the kids, the younger middle school, fifth to to let's say fifth to ninth grade, um, and and each parent has to pay. A uh, thousand to twenty five hundred for that kid, and and that pays for the really yeah. good kids who play on the circuit. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's a sort of subsidy. It's subsidy, mm -hmm. you know. So yeah, it's all a racket. Right, you know, it's all a racket. I guess we have to come up with a racket. So anyway, but <laughs> but but back to the um, soccer. Soccer. So I was here last night. They had a sold out crowd at uh, it's called Audi Stadium. Which is cool because it's a stadium made just for, uh, just for soccer. You know, mm. I think its capacity is twenty thousand, twenty thousand, and it was a great atmosphere. It's kind of like baseball, you know. Except I guess there's more action in soccer in terms of people just running around. You know, there are there's also there's always constant movement. You know, right. not a lot of scoring. Right. Constant moving, uh, where baseball is not constant movement. It's basically sitting around, strike one, <laughs> ball one. You well, know? It's, fa it's faster now, Bill, you know, with the pitch <laughs> Yeah, right. 
Exactly, because you can't a guy can't spend two hours outside the batter's box. Right. Swing and a miss. <laughs> well, you know, John, last week in Oregon, blah 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 blah. His pitch foul ball. <laughs> right, right. But I think both are outdoor sports, and you can bring the family and kill. And the only good thing, the good thing about soccer is that you know you're only going to be there for like two hours. Hmm. I mean, it's pretty much that is set in time. Right, know? it's a time sport, unlike baseball. Baseball could go on for like, it could be three hours. So, right. but you're outdoors, if you want to bring the family, and, and I guess in the United States, if you go to MLS, it's probably a pretty good deal uh, cost-wise um, because I, I guess, you know, they're trying to make it affordable. Right. Um, so there's something to be said. And, and the game itself, you know, the, you know my, my cousin, you know, uh, Kyle and Kevin, Kyle's a friend of the show, uh, and his brother, Kevin, is a huge soccer fan. I mean, big, big, big soccer fan. And they look at MLS as like the super minor leagues, you know, because all the great leagues are in Europe. Right. You know, in England and Spain, you know, uh, Italy. Those were the great. And and, and your great, uh, this was fascinating to me, um, the great young player in the United States, the great young soccer player in the United States goes overseas to Europe right, where right. the great football player, you know, your goal is to go to big time college and the NFL. And right. the great basketball player, although there are a lot of different leagues, your goal is to go to the NBA. Uh, so you stay in the United States where uh, in soccer, the great players go to Europe. So it's uh, I'm intrigued by the uh, feeder system and and uh, and and soccer and baseball trying to go after they they say at least trying to go after the talented young black athlete. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. And <laughs> and then there's the question if the young black athlete wants to play it. And I kind of think, you know, one of the to me one of the biggest issues with baseball and and probably soccer is is that, you know, young black kids, we grow up and we we watch those those major sports, football and basketball, and those are the most popular sports on television. Those are the most popular those are the those are the sports that are making the most money that you see commercials for, that that guys who play in those leagues are on commercials, they become superstars. Um you, you don't you're not really seeing that even from the white baseball players, you don't see that. You don't see that um soccer you don't see soccer stars on tv so i think that's a big part of it so it's almost like you have to to make the sport popular first even even though it was black people who who made those sports who made football and basketball popular they they were they played a huge the role in making those sports popular but so i don't know you know the chicken or the egg type of thing yeah yeah i think soccer is an uphill climb i mean you've got you know i mean I'm sure I'll probably be wrong in saying this. I'm not. I'm not about to say anything controversial. By the way, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying in Europe. I know you know you got soccer. Now I know you've got things like uh, other cricket. sports, cricket. Uh, cricket, rugby. You right. know, uh, I don't know if cricket and rugby are the same thing of competing in the United States with the NFL, the NBA, and even Major League Baseball. I mean, you've got these. And, and hockey, you know, you've got these major, major sports in the United States. Um, 
that all are feeding on a youth pipeline because you know that's the the the, the blood of your sport are young people. You got to constantly bring that's that that supply. You know, you, you run on young supple bodies, and so you've got to have all these youth systems going out and like grabbing these talented young players. Uh, you know, uh, I'd imagine that baseball, the NFL and, and basketball kind of dominate the pipeline in terms of the labor that they need. Uh, hockey, I think, has a great pipeline too. It's a niche sport, but they have a their pipeline. And I guess soccer in this country is at a loss because it's, it's young. I mean, the MLS is only 28 years old. Right. Where, you know, the NFL is what, like 1920, maybe baseball the 19th century, you know. Uh, so it, I just find it because you're talking about feeding on young bodies, you know, trying to identify these three major sports, trying to identify young bodies, you know, to like develop, nurture, toss out, and just get the cream of the crop to come into your sport, to fuel your sport. So it's pretty, uh, it's pretty easy, but I think soccer has an uphill climb. I mean, but, um, you know. I mean, they're doing, they're doing better because I have more friends, you know, now who have daughters who play, who, who are playing and even at high levels um, in high school or high school age, because a lot of times these, these very good soccer players um, don't even play for their high school team in soccer they they play for a club team and and even if their high school has a team they don't play for that team because it's not it's not on the level right <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. if you have a if you have a a kid who's who can be who can play in college a lot of times you're not even playing you for your own high school you're playing you found a better team yeah you're a club team yeah you're you're a club team so yeah and i see more and more that and i you know i have i have friends of mine who you know never played soccer growing up uh, were more football, basketball guys, and their daughters play soccer. You know, their black daughters play soccer at a, you know, so I've, I see it more and more. So it must be, you know, that participation aspect of it must be in, be increasing, but I guess not at the rate. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and again, you know, uh, as we end this segment, people, uh, uh, you know, daughter, particularly, you know, a black daughter with, with Raisa. Um, we didn't have, I think she played soccer, she ran track, and you know, your options, um, you know, are, soccer would be a great option, you know, right. to play. Uh, we'll have to bring on an expert, uh, next week to talk not only about that, but to talk about the Women's World Cup, uh, which uh began uh earlier this week. Tragically, you know, there was a shooting in Auckland. I, I, um, a, a gunman broke into a uh, construction site uh, on the eve of the Women's World Cup and began just opening fire. And, um, you know, just terrible. But we'll have somebody uh, in next week to talk about the U.S. women and their court title. Uh-oh. Yeah, I think it'd be their third if they win. Uh, this one would be their third in a row. But yeah. from what I've heard, um, 
we shouldn't be expecting that at this point. I think you know the world has gotten better, and then three in a row is tough. Yeah, well, we do expect it. Uh, <laughs> what a before before we leave this segment, uh, the the MLS match you attended. Did you have fun? Yeah. Like, what, what was the experience? Uh, well, I brought I brought three of the Roden fellows, you know, uh, and um, one of whom has a she actually had a very good story. Uh, on uh, there's a guy, uh, let's see his friend's name. Um, of course, I fired his play. There's, there's a guy, uh, a, a player from um, who plays for DC United, mm-hmm. and his name is Christian Bedeke. He's a mm-hmm. black, uh, Belgian born player who plays for DC United, uh, and this is his first all star game. I mean, he was he played the Premier League. You know, oh, okay. And he, he kind of grew up, he grew up briefly in, in the United States, I think in Brooklyn or something. Then, but he spent most of his time playing in, in, in a European league. But he played at a pretty high level. But, but then he recently came back to the United States. He wanted to, he said, you know, I guess he had a decent career, a good career uh, in the Premier League. And like a lot of, like Messi, I right. think. Who's, coming, who's coming to Miami, right? Yeah, he's going to Miami. Uh, so clearly Messi is not what he was, but he'd get paid because the MLS could use that name. Right. Sort of like, like they did United. with uh, Beckham. Yeah, previous same thing with Beckham. You know, um, Beckham, who incidentally, he just, I think he is a GM or part owner or something, but they, he hired, he got heat because, you know, MLS has the same issue. They're trying to hire black American coaches and this guy and they've got their version of the Rooney rule mm. but just like they get around in the NFL Beckham got around it in Miami he hired his crony he hired some buddy of his who probably never even knows nothing about soccer at all <laughs> and he hired him so right. you know everybody's got the same you know even the NFL I mean we talk about how great their pipeline is they they get a great idea. They have a great way of getting black players in, but oh, they yeah. have trouble making them head coaches and executives. Right, right. So that's – but, yeah, but um, anyway, but the game was fun. It was fun seeing the the, the fellows um, navigate the press room and, mm-hmm. you know, going to the uh, – you know, in soccer, unlike – they've got what they call the uh, – I think the neutral zone. Uh, I'm probably getting it wrong, but where journalists line up, and as players come out, they speak to the players in sort of like this neutral zone where you kind of grab a little bit here, a little bit there. Okay. It's not like the NFL where you know we stand outside the locker room and we go to the the interview room. Then okay, locker room's open and the horde marches <laughs> rushing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, Although they they have both, they've got the neutral zone, and then they'll open the locker room up. Okay. So um, that part is, uh, and maybe at some point. So, but yes, to answer your question, we did have fun. Long night though, man. I didn't get out of the stadium till like noon. At, I mean midnight. And as you know, right. You know, that's based 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 on the uh, the press coverage part of it after the game. Yeah, sticking oh, around yeah. the locker rooms and all oh, that. Man. Yeah, that. You well, know. You can't, don't, aren't you looking forward to uh, 
to doing that this year, Jets games? Well, it depends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think the Jets, yeah. Maybe maybe this was a Greg way uh, going from that into the NFL. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I am kind of looking forward to the Aaron Rodgers experience. So it seems like we've seen this story before. You yeah, know, like the, almost the exact Brett, story, right? The Brett Favre. Yeah, we've seen this before. For the sake of our guy, um, you know, people we know and love who work for the Jets. Yeah, we're hoping it's a it's a. They they need a good season, man. Right. Come on, just one. Yeah. You know, I grew up, I grew up a Jets the Jets and Eagles fan. You know, so I I do kind of root for the Jets. Yeah, well, kind of. Well, you know, <laughs> you, you used to, you used to. Root for the Knicks too. Did yeah, you hear this? Late? Well, we, 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 let's not divert. So yeah, so I think the Jets will be a big story. Um, but what do you make of Saquon Barkley? I mean, mm. we were talking about how great soccer is, but the NFL is so exploitive, and particularly in uh, if if you are an NFL running back, you basically are useless. You know, I mean, it's probably one of the most exploited positions in all of sports. You know, because they they say they want young money. It's like chewing gum. You know, you get that that fr- that burst of sugar of the stick, and then you throw it out. Did you get another stick? And that's the NFL running back, right. where you just chew it for a little while, toss it out. Chew it for a little while, toss it out. Yeah, and and I get that part of it. I get I get that the <laughs> running back is kind of uh, as a position in general. It is kind of interchangeable. It is. It is a spot where most of the time the guy there's a high probability that that the running back will get hurt. So I understand why uh, you know teams have kind of changed directions and and don't want to pay them. But the Saquon Barkley Giants thing to me is different because Saquon is an is an outlier. He's like one of he's like a top if you have a top five back like can't they in his prime like really like he can't and no. I'm gonna. And I'm not he talking about hurt, Jamal. He already got hurt. But he, I just he he's played. He got hurt one season, right? He got he had a, yeah. he was out. He missed a season. He played in in. Uh, he's played six. He's played basically in his career. He's played sixty games in five years. That's twelve games a season. That's pretty good, man. Well, you know? so let's let's go back to our betting. Let's make a bet. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you're now you're saying this as a fan and as a. I'm not. I've never been a Giants fan ever. I don't care about the Giants. <laughs> well, you're saying this as a commentator, but right. if you were the general manager and your your butt was on the line, right. would you give Saquon knowing that he's going to get hurt? It's not if it's he's going to get hurt. You were fortunate last year that he did not get hurt, and you appreciate. Thanks, 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 Saquon. You know we can never repay. We can never repay you for what you've done. <laughs> but exactly. you know he's going to get hurt. Okay, so but why? But okay, it's not. I mean, okay, I, I guess I got to see the numbers of these of the because I, yes, off the top of the head, you you know these running backs get hurt, but it's football. Everybody gets hurt, right? But if if you tell me that the running back is like eighty percent likely to get hurt or something like, I I get it because that's the that's the only thing that I could see, um, it being a bad deal to pay Barkley. Like a couple million dollars more to to avoid, um, you know, the PR hit you take, the the locker room hit you take if he doesn't show, right? So you're you're hurting your team by not paying him a, a couple million dollars extra. The only way it it's uh, it's beneficial is if he were to get hurt. 
Um, well, other I than mean, that, I mean, why? I mean, you. I think you have. I mean, he was your entire team last year. Uh, he's a fan favorite. Why? Why is it not worth giving him just a couple million dollars extra to show up rather than? Now he won't. Now he doesn't show up to the to the training camp. That puts you, know you behind. Now he doesn't play. Now now there's every there's every after every game the media is going to ask questions. It's going to cause all this stuff in the locker room, and now you're going to have a bad season wait, because wait, of it. It's wait. not worth a couple million. No, in other words, the fans will be there. The fans, the fans will be there. It doesn't matter. You talk about fan favorite. They don't care. It'll be the next person up, whoever wears the next number, third, whatever his number. If he's at. good, yeah. If that person produces it all, yeah. Which might... Okay, Saquon, who? And in the locker room, you know, it's like slaves. You boys better shape up or ship out. There ain't no guarantee contracts here. You know, you better, you better put your take your lip off the floor and just get out there and play. You know, talk about locker room issue. There will be no locker room. You know, so I, I hear what you're saying, and I, I just. It would be great if Saquon would get his money. But if you're looking at these people, they're doing it because they can do it. You know, it's $2 million. You know, you're right. It's humiliating that for all I did for you, you know, I said, well, we paid you for that already. <laughs> you know, right. Like, so the, so the franchise tag is $10 million, right? They yeah. got to pay him that if he, pay, if he plays, he reportedly was, would have signed for 12, would have signed a long, you know, two year, 12 million a year contract. Um, and you don't want to do that, but you you gave Daniel Jones, who's an average quarterback at best, forty million dollars. When He's a they white probably, average quarterback, right? True, and and they didn't have to. I don't think they had to do that. They, I think they could have gave him ten million lessons. Where's he gonna go? He wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah, they didn't. Have to, you know. Yeah, so it's right. like you splurged on this guy to make him happy. Meanwhile, he was only average because he had this great running back behind him that that was getting was touching the ball about 60-70% of the offense. And you don't you don't want to give him a couple million just to, you know, and that's what that's what when you say what if I were the GM, I'm thinking of I'm still thinking of it team-wise. I'm still thinking about the team and if I give this dude just a couple million more dollars, you know, it it it, it just can smooth things out. And the only way it's a bad deal is if he gets hurt. But he can get hurt off the franchise tag, and he's still going to get that $10 million for this year. Yeah, so that's okay. If, if I'm mayor, I say, okay, Jamal, we'll take it out of your salary. And then I'll say, just... I'll say no, 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 that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. This is only, this is only $2 million. Say, we'll take it out of your salary. I was just playing. <laughs> <laughs> well, say, Brian. We really appreciate all you guys. Well, I think I think Daniel Jones should should give him a couple million. Like, come on, man. I mean, you would. Well, yeah. What would Daniel Jones say? Well, I mean, no, no. <laughs> I did. You know, I mean, I I did improve in Saquon. You know, my my, my play helped do. You know. Yeah, I mean, that's NFL so, stuff. I mean, they basically did him like. I mean, if, if, yeah. if teams are willing to do. Yeah, I mean, if teams are willing to do Lamar Jackson like that, they'll do Saquon like that, you know? Oh, absolutely. So, if, I, if I'm like Saquon, look at what they're doing to Lamar, I got no shot, you know? Right. Um, yeah, so any anything else intrigues you about the NFL coming in with training camps are open? You know, finally kind of gives us something to uh, – so we don't have to, well, you know, deal with um, baseball. Uh, you know, uh, my, 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 
my Mets might make a comeback. You know, but you never know. Did you know that you know the Yankees are uh, in last place for the first time in like thirty <laughs> years? Even though they're above five hundred, you know, about four games above five hundred, but the AL East is so strong. But the Yankees yeah. are in last place for the first time in like thirty something years. You say you say you say that with a little too much glee. Yeah, I don't mind it at all. You know, <laughs> in last not place. A I guess this is when everybody gets fired, right? Uh, I would assume, but you know, yeah. Aaron Judge has been hurt for most of the season. Yeah, there's, there's a, After, I, I mean, this time last year we would call him Babe Ruth. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what else we got in baseball? Now, Oakland nothing. moving to the uh, Oakland A's moving to Las Vegas. Yeah, nothing. Uh, there's nothing really. I mean, I've been watching some baseball here. It is. I think those rule changes were a good idea to speed the game up. I think it does help. Yeah. Um, you know, rarely do games go over three hours now. So that that was a plus. Yeah, that was, that was good. You know, but baseball is still baseball. Yeah. The essence of it is baseball. There's more uh, stolen bases now because of these new. Remember, you can only you can only throw over to first once or twice yeah. per per batter. So now guys are running like crazy. Maybe that brings black people back into the game. You never. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, it's funny at the uh, at the All Star game they had the HBCU uh, All Star game. Yeah. And there must have been about I don't know, seven eight thousand black folks there. There's got to be more mm-hmm. black folks that's been a at one time at a baseball game, <laughs> the, the Negro League East-West All-Star game. <laughs> exactly. Maybe, maybe, we, maybe we should create a Negro League again. That'd be, that'd be something. Well, well, I think the idea, uh, and, and uh, I think Major League Soccer people saw that, said, hmm, interesting. Mm. I just don't know if there are enough HBCU programs with soccer teams. That's right. the thing. I mean, Howard's got one, but I'm not sure how many – uh, HBCUs have soccer teams, right? You know? um, so that that's and that uh, goes back to the youth, the youth part of it. You know, grassroots has to be interest. If kids were, if black kids were playing uh, soccer at high levels, then all these schools would have a soccer program. Yeah, yeah. So you know, um, uh, what back else? to f- back to NFL. Oh, the NFL. NFL, yeah. the NFL well, back the, to the NFL. Yeah, NFL camps opened up. In fact, Bill, I'm gonna I'm gonna go check out the Jets, uh, the Jets training camp tomorrow. No, oh, okay. Um, see what's up with Jared. And, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, is that, see, is that see. the thing with the family where you can bring your kids? No, this is just you know, it's just a just a um, media credential. Oh, no, do we have our credentials? We do. Oh, you have yours. <laughs> you have yours too. You got the email. <laughs> oh, you got. I'm sure you got an email. Well, look, because I, I got it. Ye- I got it yesterday. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely go out to uh, see Aaron Rodgers throw around the yard and yeah, yeah. The Green Bay Green Bay receivers. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> I, I'm just be curious to see what will be his first uh, clash with the New York media. That'll be fun. Um, There'll be uh, something. First of all, they, they, if you check out this, they have this monster schedule to start the season. It's not even fair. They play, you know, they play like everybody good the first six weeks. They could, they could be zero and five. It's possible. Yeah. They play, they play the Chiefs. They play Dallas. They play, you know, every team that was in the playoffs, <laughs> like the first few weeks. So we're gonna know pretty quickly because I don't think you can start like zero and four and still have a great season. Yeah. So. Well, unless you all of a sudden you, you quote unquote figure it out and yeah. go thirteen and 
you know, 13 and 0. Right. The rest of the way. Right. Now, I think they better. Who are they? What, what's their schedule? I got to look it up. I know they, I know they play, they play, you know, they, I, gotta, I know they play the Patriots like week three or four. Well, they'll they, probably beat the Patriots. Well, that's what we always say. You know, let me look up these, these NFL schedules, see if they have them on. I'm sure they have them. Schedule. The Jets first week, the Jets play. Are they home? Oh yeah, first week the Jets are Monday are Monday night football, and they play Buffalo. Week two they play at Dallas. Tough, tough, but not not. Yeah, you, know, you, you can mean, win that. You should win that. You keep thinking of Dallas like the nineteen seventy five Cowboys. Week three, they're home for New England. That that again. That's you know you think about the Tom Brady Patriots. These are not the Tom Brady Patriots. True. Week four, they're home for Kansas City. That's now that's tough. That's that's, that's tough. Of course, the Patrick, only thing saving grace is they're at home. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes comes to town, and then you know we week, week uh, five Denver at Denver. That's it's always tough to play tough to play at Denver, but they were terrible last year. Yeah, uh, although they've got. Um, a new coach and a new quarterback. Well, well, they got the second year of Russell Wilson. Russell, Russell Wilson apparently is in a uh, great condition. He's trying to turn his career around, or at least at the end of his career. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, week six, they're home for Philadelphia. That's another tough one. <laughs> That's another tough. I mean, Denver is winnable, but at, but at Denver, it's at Denver. So that's the only issue there. But it's, it's not like it's going to in the Arrowhead Stadium or something, you know. Right. And then they have a bye. So, I mean, but there were no easy games in that first six games. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I will give the NFL credit. There, A lot of times, they're, you know, what you think is an easy game turns out to be a loss. Yeah. That's true. But what's, yeah. So so since since we've, we've taken the betting money, what's your bet on, on what the Jets will be by the time of their bye? Let's go. Let's go game to game, and we'll right. we'll we'll make we'll make wagers. All right. So you, we'll and you go. have to you, you have to keep a record as Jamal because I'm not. You have to keep <laughs> so week one, as if you don't have enough on your plate. Week one, home versus Buffalo. Josh Allen, the great Josh Allen. Uh, the, so I'll I'll say Jets win. You say Jets beat Buffalo that first I'll game. Say Jets win. I'm going to say the Bills win that game. Uh, you know, just more continuity. They know each other. They'll be uh, they'll be up for it. It'll be good weather. Uh, week two. Dallas at Dallas. I'll give the jet. I'll t- I'll say the Jets for that. <coughs> I will. Uh, I'll say the Jets too. Even though I think that the Dallas could win with Dak Prescott. If they don't, they're going to be ready to hang Dak Dak and Effigy. Yeah, get ready for but that. I, I'll go with Dallas on that. I mean, I'll go with the Jets. I, I'm down on Dallas this year. They got rid of their offensive coordinator. They they uh, they made him the fall guy for for yeah. them losing, and now they have their head coach, who I never McCarthy, who I never believed in ever, and he's he's calling their plays. They're about to have a terrible season. Watch, <laughs> no question. Week three, the Patriots. So I'll, 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 I'll take the Jets. A win for at, the Jets. Yeah, at home versus the Patriots. I'll take the Jets. So that's two and one. Week four, Kansas City. They play Kansas City. 
Uh, yeah, Kansas take, City at New York. I'm taking Kansas City. Kansas City. No, I don't care where they, they can play on right. Jupiter. Right. A big game too. They'll be they'll they'll be hyping it up. Mahomes will be ready. Mahomes so and Aaron Rodgers with the Jets. Yeah. So give me uh, Mahomes and that. So that'd be two and two. And then week five at Miami. No, no, that's the Giants at Denver. Like we said. I'll go Jets. I'll go Jets. I'll take the Jets just for the hell of it. But so yeah, if they're better. three, if they're three and two at the bye, that's that's good. That's a good job. Yeah. With that schedule, yeah. but then they, and then they play the then they play the Eagles. Actually, the Eagles again. So they'll be three and three. They'll lose to the Eagles at home. Oh yeah, I'll take the Eagles on that one. Yeah, Jalen Hurts, who people are still, you know, they're still doing these these uh, quarterback lists, uh, top five, and they had I saw an ESPN list that had Herbert ahead of Jalen Hurts. What does he have to do? Something's never changed. And your boy got <laughs> to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but that was the defense, you know. And your boy and the other dude. One is one one playoff game choked the second game, and he still they still believe in him. And Herbert did in Herbert in San Diego blow. Oh yes, they blew that thirty they point lead, like thirty five to the zero or something, right? It doesn't <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. He's you know he's he's a prototype six five, you know, <coughs> great great form. We love him. I remember Solly, our friend and friend of the show, Solomon Wilcox, was saying in that second half, Josh Herbert started hearing footsteps. He said, you can tell. He started hearing footsteps. Oh, that's you know, those guys were teeing off, and he's kind of start short-arming things, you know. That's that's never good, hearing footsteps. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. And then and then the other the, the other NFL thing that I'm looking forward to is Lamar Jackson. I, I can't wait to see Baltimore this year. They finally gave him weapons. Yeah. He had to force him to do that. We all know the story. Uh, I think part of, part of that contract was them getting him stuff. Um, so... So you know, now the old, pressure shifts on him, which is fine. Yeah, I think he can. You know, I mean, he, if he just goes out there and play, he doesn't seem like a guy who's like thinking too much. You know, he's he goes out there and plays. Yeah. So, well, I, I I'm I'm a, a big Lamar Jackson fan. Wish he would have held out more for the guarantee contract, but he was in road, and that's your problem, not mine. You know? Right. And, and at, uh, least, at least they gave him some weapons this year. Finally. Well, we'll see. Is is. Is what's the name gonna stay healthy? There's always an issue with him, right? Uh, with uh, uh, Beckham Jr. Odell Beckham, is he gonna stay healthy? I, I I think that potentially, again, if he stays, that's another bet. That's another bet. Will Will Odell Beckham stay healthy, and will Lamar Jackson throw? Oh, will he throw over more yard? Will he have Will he have his his best season since his third season in the league? Or maybe was it second? Maybe the second Thursday. When was he the MVP? Twenty sixteen. No, three or four years ago. Even a league. Twenty sixteen. Will Lamar Jackson have his best? Have an MVP like season this year? I I I like I like those odds. I might even I might even uh, put put ten (laughs) dollars put ten dollars on or whatever it is. Yeah, I'd bet on that. So good, and then we'll see. I'm sure there'll be other stuff that will come up. Uh, that will come up. Uh, the NFL suspended more people for gambling. Uh, I forget which team this was, um, but uh, otherwise, I think we've covered everything. Yeah. Um, you know, 
I'm, I'm now officially a soccer fan. There we go. Well, so yeah. we'll get some updates. Like I said, next week uh, we'll talk. We'll talk uh, soccer. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk women women's World Cup. Yeah, we're warning you. Uh, and then next thing you know, it will be at the U.S. Open. Yes, yes, and Je- and Jets Jets training camp. And Jets training camp. Yeah. Well, have fun at Jets training camp. And uh, I'm I'm still here in D.C., but we're taking the fellows to see uh, to the Museum of uh, African American History and Culture. Great, great and museum. We're going to meet uh, the the curator, the sports curator there. Hmm. Uh, tomorrow, so that should be uh, that's great. That should be intriguing. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. It was a good thing. So maybe I'll head to Jets camp on Monday just to get my first look at Aaron Rodgers. Yes, yes. Uh, of course, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, follow us on all of our social media platforms at BrosPod on Twitter, at BrosPod on Instagram. Follow BrosPod on YouTube, like and subscribe to the show. We're brought to you by Bet Online. Make those bets. Uh, and that's all I got. And register to vote. Oh, yes. Register. Oh, it's, to it's, vote. That, it's that time again, huh? I'm, 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 I'm not looking forward to it. This is all. I mean, when elections become just, you know, my, it's just like your heart just, oh, another. I mean, it's so fast, right? They, they come around so fast now, these elections. And we have we have come up four years of peace. I mean, relative peace, but you know these people never stop. Oh, they never stop. You know, never you saw stop. Never overturning stop. Roe v. Wade. Affirmative uh, action. Now they're yeah affirmative action, race based admission. I mean, you know the 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 monster that's been pursuing us for four hundred years is still on the loose. And and I guess never it, 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 we just got we should be used to it. We are used to it, and it's never going to stop. So yeah. I mean, you just have to, you know, use AI to invent a permanent engine. You know, a motor. What do they call it in football? Motor. Yeah. You have, to have a permanent motor. Permanent motor. Continue to run and to resist and fight. Yep. But just yeah, everybody. So in addition, to, I would say, pray, but also vote. Make yes. sure everybody in your family who's voting age votes. Please, you know? I beg Please. you. Boy, you have no idea. All right, everybody, and stay safe. So God bless, and we'll see you next week. For listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks, that's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.